Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, well, well. Kimberly, we are outside on the street on top of the cobblestones, Murgatroyd. How are you? I am good. So this is what we call uh, shotgunning a podcast because we have sucked at our consistency. Uh, Put it down. Put it down. We're trying to find... I think it'll be all right. Okay. We are trying to find our groove in when to record and um, yeah. So we've obviously not done a good job at that. And it's Thanksgiving uh, weekend right now. We are heading out of town, but we wanted to to do a little recording. So when you hear the background noise, we are literally in a cafe on the street, uh, 2019 Friday style, because we did this when we lived in Italy previously. And uh, welcome to the show. So uh, like, like, like Kim said, right now, nobody's here, but the restaurant's going to open in, uh, the cafe will open in 10 minutes and people will be here and you'll probably hear all kinds of noise. So we're going to do the best we can to get through this. The topic that we wanted to talk about today is an interesting one because, well, let me do this. Let me give you um, some context. Prior to making our first move from Atlanta to, um, to California, I wrote a vision. And a vision is basically one page, a one-page document that describes what you want your life to look like at a certain period of time. Now, don't get caught up in the actual period of time. It could be three months, it could be two years, it could be five years. I wouldn't go too short and I wouldn't go too long. I would do like, what is the next sort of thing you want to do? And in our case, the next thing that we wanted to do was to move to California. So it was- Okay, but hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep interrupting you because you're so deep in doing this for so many years that people need some specifics. First things first, this is a vision for your life. This is not the how to create the vision 
and what business you're going to create, correct? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and I still make this mistake. So it's easy. Let's say you have a goal. You know, when I was a chiropractor, I had this goal where I wanted to open up 10 chiropractic offices in, uh, in 10 years. That was my goal. Um, but it wasn't really the life that I wanted. But it wasn't the vision. The was, vision was you wanted to get out of chiropractic and move to California and have residual income. Yeah, that was the vision. I, that, that's exactly and right. And this was the how. That's right. So what I had to do was I had to describe what I wanted my life to look like when that was crafted. So, for example, when we were in Atlanta and I was working as a chiropractor, what I really wanted was to spend my days as a surfer guy um, on the beach, like a sun-kissed uh, commercial from the 80s. That was the vision I had. And so, you know, I had this sort of vision, you know, uh, just, just going from the top of my head. You know, I wake up in the morning and I jump on my bike and I go down to the beach and I jump in the water and I get a surf lesson and at night, you know, um, the family. We're watching sunset with a cocktail, blah, blah, blah. And so I crafted what that looked like. And it took me probably two months, let's say. Now, why did it take two months? Because when you're listening to your inner guidance, your inner voice, your, that thing that's inside of you, it's not loud. It's not clear. It's often polluted by many other variables that are coming in your life. What you think you should do, what you're seeing your friends do on Instagram, um, what your goals are. But they're not really like how you want to be living your life. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just, you just brought something up. And it might also be that you have, and we're, we're guilty of this in the past, we proclaim something we want, but it wasn't really what we wanted. And then it's hard to backpedal out of it sometimes and say, you know what? I know I said I wanted this, but it's not really what I wanted. And sometimes that's hard to backpedal, especially if you were public about whatever it is, that next thing you were going to do, or maybe to your spouse, you made a commitment, but it's not really something you wanted. It's something you thought you that would be good for you, but yeah. it wasn't really something you wanted. And, and to your point, there's also a bit of sunk costs that go into. So let's say that you're in a particular business. Well, let, let's say that you had a degree, right? And you went to school and you, you got your law degree or you went to school, you got your CPA degree or whatever it is. You, but, but after a certain period of time, you're like, you know what, this is not, this is not exciting me anymore. I don't love this. But you got all these sunk costs of like the, the, the student loan debt and the things that you have. And so well, it's you, just like you being a chiropractor. You were, you were a chiropractor and you're writing about this vision of living in California, except your clinic was in Georgia and you weren't licensed in California. So for you to have this vision meant releasing your career. Yes, and it could be something like, you know, you own a restaurant and you are not happy. You have a success, let's do the opposite. You have a successful restaurant, but you're not, it's not lighting you up anymore. Yeah. And so you have to leave. So there's this, you know, there's, that's a really good point. So- And, and this is all related to the manifesting because if you listen to our last, uh, maybe two Fridays ago, we talked about how to accelerate manifesting. And one of the things we talked about that's really important is ask yourself why when you want to build momentum in manifesting and not how. The how will show up. The why is the thing that, thank you. The why is the thing that you need to focus on. And so what you're writing in this one page vision is the why. And so you have to take the time to craft it. And right now, so Rob wrote a vision for California. Wow. 
we achieved it, manifested it. Got to California. And well, hold on, hold on. Let's stay, let's stay with that for a okay. second. Because the why that you just said is really important. Um, and you're you're 100% right. I mean, so God, when I, they, I'm sorry, but we're in this cafe and um, the waitress just brought a, I think it's a lilac or some version of it and put it on our table. And it has perfumed this little tiny nook that we're in in such a way, like smell that. I'm trying to change their life. Can I change their okay, life now? I'm sorry, go That ahead. just reminded me of a funeral. Um, <laughs> Maybe so it's, the death of, my, it's, my, the, it's the death of your old life mm-hmm. and the birth of your new one. There you go. Um, fuck, what the hell was I saying? Um, I, okay, so- The why. The why, thank you. Here's, here's the thing. When, when you have, like when I wrote this vision about living in California and surfing, the why was, why do I want this? Because I want to wake up. In, why do I want to move to California? Because I want to wake up in the morning and I want to enjoy the sunshine. Now, this is important. Why was that so important to me? Because the contrast of the current life I was living was the exact opposite of that. And the contrast of my existing life is what gave me the opposite because when you know what you don't want you know what you do want right so i was waking up and i was going into an office that i did not want to be in so i was california dreaming i was seeing myself on the beach because i didn't want to be where i currently was i was unhappy with it so first tip is to welcome the contrast in your life because the contrast is the thing that helps you write the vision okay i'm gonna stop you Because we've talked about this a lot, but when someone sits down with a pen and a piece of paper, they don't know what to write. So where do they start? Okay, Because you've done this to move us to California. You've done this in California to come to Italy. And you're currently going through the process right now because you never stop dreaming, right? You never stop envisioning the next, yeah, the, the new impulse. So we're in the process of doing this right now. And Rob has been writing this for a couple of weeks. And so it's perfect timing to walk through it. So you sit down, you have a blank notepad or a blank screen in front of you, and you write what? Okay, so here's, let let me show, I'm going to show you the success of the previous one, and I'm going to show you the the struggle of the current one. The success of the previous one was, it, it was a very interesting thing because I got what I wanted. I wanted to live in California and I wanted to surf and I wanted to be in 70 degrees and blah, 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 blah. And I got it. But there was something else that was missing and there was something else that was confusing for me about, well, I I got this vision that I wanted and it's great, but I feel like there's something else. I feel like it can be even, I feel like our life can be even better. And so I started to think about, well, why is that? And I was like, okay, well, Italy is calling us and we we don't have to get into all the reasons why Italy was calling us, but it was. And so I said, okay, well, why? What do I want? Well, I want this because, why do I want this? I want this because I see myself walking on the cobblestone streets and I'm laughing right now to myself because I'm sitting on the cobblestone streets as we record this. But I see myself walking on the cobblestone streets and it's kind of like all I had. Like I didn't have much more than that. I just... It was like a little whisper and it was a feeling because I had been in Italy before and it was a feeling of being on these streets. And then I started to write other things that was kind of not entirely honest. And it was like, 
you know, I'm living in a I'm, I'm living in a penthouse apartment with, you know, um, beautiful, you know, melee dishwashers. And it was just like I was I was pushing it. It was like I was grabbing for it, but it wasn't the thing that was calling me. And then the next morning I woke up and I looked at it again. Do a cappuccini, per favore. How about that? We do it in Italiano. <laughs> and then, um, and then I woke up in the morning and I went, "Oh, okay. I'm walking on the cobblestone streets, and I wake up to the sound of the church bells ringing. And I didn't have much more than that. And I put those two together, and I looked the next morning, and I went, I wake up to the sound of the church bells." And then I walk on the cobblestone streets. That's starting to feel good. That feels like it's me. So that you're feels stepping like into it and you're, you're trying it on and you're feeling it. And also he's bringing it to me every morning and reading me the next evolution. And I'm giving feedback and I'm, I'm telling him, why, why don't you try to add something like this? Or why don't you try to add something like that? Like right now, Rob's writing a book and the next vision I, he had included something about the book in the vision about writing. And I said, no, 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 no. Write about how the first book was so successful that you're on to your second. And he, and that felt different to you, right? It, and so you it, tried that it was, on. It was, I tried it on and it was hard, but it was hard for a different reason. It was hard because I was scared. It wasn't hard because I didn't, it wasn't a, an honest and true statements of what I wanted. I did want it, but I was scared. So, so a week later, is that still in it? It's still, or did it, you edit it? No, no, no. It's still in it and it's less scary. And it's less scary. Right? Okay. So now, so now you have that. And then I'll give you one more example. And then I woke up the next day and I read the, the previous couple of sentences and I said, okay, so I wake up to the sounds of church bells. I walk on the street and then I went, oh, we dropped Sophia off at the bus stop and she jumps in the bus and heads for the hills of Tuscany to start her day in the countryside in a beautiful villa with olives groves. Okay, pause right there. Do you see how descriptive he's being? Like, he's not just saying, Sophia goes to school in Tuscany. He's, he's describing it because the emotion and the feeling is what you're after. You want to read this story and feel it viscerally in your body, because once it's in your body, then it becomes to, it, it begins to manifest. Yes. So take note of that when you're writing. It might start with, I walk down the street. What kind of street? Cobblestone streets. Like go back to English class where you start adding the adjectives. You know, describe how it looks, how it smells, how it tastes, how it feels. All of the senses you want included. Yeah, so then, then you get them. And then um, over time, I'll fast forward here. Over time, um, and it's not a, it's not a slow pro- it's not a quick process. It's a slow process um, over several weeks, um, and in my case, probably a couple of months. I started to encompass all of the things that I wanted, and then I hit a point where I started nitpicking. Like, is it do I write yellow or is it canary? because they have a different feeling, right? In the words. And then you hit a point where you know it and you go, I'm done, I got this, this is it. Now here's what happens. What happens is the acceleration, um, like this Vespa that's behind me, the acceleration <laughs> of your, your vision starts to happen at a 
crazy freaking rate. Like I can't even describe how fast it starts to happen. And then- How fast it manifests. How far, yeah, how, how fast it starts to manifest. And then what, um, what we did or what I did was I said, okay, now I got this whole thing here. And this, let's go back to the to the Italy thing, where I had it all flushed out, like what it, you know, the 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 uh, the place that we were living in, and Sophia going to school and walking on the cobblestone streets, and blah blah blah. We had it super super clear. Then I said, okay, now that it's so clear, grazie mille. Grazie It's the best cappuccino. In the yeah. city. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that I had it um, all um, set up in my mind, I said, okay. Now that this is clear, and now this feels true for me, now I'm going to find pictures, not the reverse. You're not, not pulling out the magazine. Not where I'm going to open up a magazine and find pictures that inspire me. I'm going to do the opposite. I know exactly what I want because I've spent months crafting this. Now I'm going to find pictures that represent it. And it was kind of easy because... I knew what I wanted the apartment that we were going to live in look like. I knew what I wanted to view. I just had to find a picture of it. I knew that I wanted Sophia to go to uh, the International School of Florence. I just had to find a picture of the school and the teachers and the olive groves and put them. And so all of these then put there. Uh, one more thing. Sorry, I told you I was going to interrupt. He f- Notice he's saying he went and found the real picture because when you have a real vision of what you want, like, let's say it's a, a real picture exists. Like, let's say it's a kitchen. If you say, I want to live in Italy, and then you pull a picture out of a magazine where when you look out the window, you see the cliffs of Laguna, but yet you're saying you want to live in Italy, that's not going to work. You need to find a real picture that 100% describes, and there's no doubt, because when doubt creeps in, like, oh, that kitchen isn't in the right place or whatever or that's not really her school, but it could be her school. Like when that when that doubt is even subconsciously going to creep in, it's not going to work. So you're literally creating a written version of your vision. And then from that, you're creating the visual version of that vision. And they both have to match in great detail. Yeah. And your brain calls bullshit on yeah. the example of Laguna that you just said. Like it, your brain is going, yeah, that's Laguna, but I want to really be looking at Positano, right? So, okay, so now that you have that, and I did it in like a giant poster. I went to Kinko's, I had, uh, I spent the money and I got like, you know, color copies. I got, you know, a poster board that was hard backed. um, And I, you know, I cut it out and I laid it out in a way visually that made sense to me. And I hung it up in my office. And um, the process was every morning after meditating, Clearing my mind because you got this, you know, you got all this chatter in your head, right? Then I open it up and it's probably five minutes, maybe 10 minutes of looking at that vision and visualizing the vision. And then what I would do um, in the next day when I did my meditation the next day, the last two minutes when I really felt like I was deep in the meditation, I would ask the universe uh, for the la- for the remaining two minutes, like when I was, after I, I do TM, so at the end of the 20 minutes of TM, there's a two minute, like, you know, wake up and get back into the room kind of feel. TM is transcendental meditation. Yeah. Um, I would take the last two minutes and in that two minutes, I would ask the universe to show me a sign today that you heard me 
in this vision, but bring it to me in a way that is surprising, in a way that would encourage me to want to do this again and again and again, and in a way that only I would know that this was for real. So let me give you, um, you know, another example. When we got here, this will be the third example. When we got here to Italy, um, visions don't end. You know, they could be, uh, you know, a year, it could be two years, or it could be until you accomplish the next thing. So we accomplished the next thing. We got on the plane and we moved our family to Florence, Italy. Like that was the next thing. Okay, well, now what? Like now, now I'm walking on the cobblestones. Now she gets in the bus and she goes to the Tuscany school. Am I just dead? Is it over? No. Now the vision is I want a half a million dollars a year in automated income, right? That's something that's really, really important. Well, why do I want that? I want that because- So that's the how, that's that's the the how, how though. But why do I want it? I want that because, and I didn't write in the vision, I want a half a million dollars a year. What I said was I want to be able to spend our days having lazy lunches, aperitivo hours, fantastic dinners, and we're able to shopping and we're able to do all of these things. And we because, just want to focus too on writing and, and not necessarily and projects general. that projects that we love. Yeah. Right. This is all in that vision projects. And I could share it with you. Um, projects that we love um, all because we have automated businesses that fund our life. Like that's the only even remote sentence that I put in how is just calling it. I wanted a, a uh, an automated business to fund our life. So now. But the automated. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry for yeah. keep jumping in. The reason that throwing that word automated in is because automated triggers an emotion of what the lifestyle of the freedom. When something is automated, you're not going to work. When it's automated, you don't have to set aside three hours a day to do things that generate income. That's so right. using the word automated is an adjective that helps describe Perfect. our lifestyle. Perfect. So in the same way, like we're not saying, we're not putting a dollar number on it. it we're not talking about the business structure. We're, we're using it to describe freedom. Yeah, and to your point, if I use the word business, it would evoke a different emotion for me. A business right. for me was a brick and mortar business. Yeah. So when I think of a business, it's so it's and it's for you, you may be you know, a millennial Gen Y or, you know, whatever you are, when you think of business, you think exclusively online. It has a completely different connotation for you. For me, so to your point, having the clarity, this is why I fight with the word yellow or canary because they have different impacts, right? They have a different kind of feeling. So, okay, so now, you know, now you start to get it. What happens, so let me let me now, I think, I think you understand the point. Let me now go and tell you some pitfalls to watch out for. The first pitfall is what we just said, um, which is um, not talking about the how and not talking about the why. That's the first one. So hopefully you got that point. The second point is for you to be really careful that you don't shit all over yourself. I should do this. I should do that. I should have this kind of marriage. I should have this relationship with my child. I should be living in this state. I should be near my my parents because of the holidays. I really want to be here, but I should do this. Be careful of not shitting all over yourself. And then the third thing is to call yourself out on bullshit. So I'll give you an example. Right now, I am, uh, for whatever the reason, and I don't know why, I really, I have no idea why, but for whatever the reason, I'm very, very interested in Italian fashion. I want to understand the difference between a Neapolitan suit 
that doesn't have, you know, shoulder pads in it, structure, structure in it, and a Milan suit that has a bit more structure. I'm fascinated by this. And I am also fascinated on the bespokeness of it, how you are crafting something that's designed to last forever. I love that. Um, I love the fact that, you know, when I'm dead, um, this suit is still going to be here and it's still going to look great because it's designed in a classic, not trendy way. Right. So those are those are all of the reasons that I'm interested in. And that's true for me. So when I read that the next morning, I go, yeah, that's exactly what I want. But when I write down something like I'll give you I'll give you an example. I've been writing. I want a villa in Tuscany. But every time I go to Tuscany, I get carsick <laughs> on the way to Tuscany. I feel, um, and just for people that are going to correct me, Florence is Tuscany, but I mean the hills. When I go out into the hills of Tuscany, I get carsick. I um, feel uh, remote. very remote. Um, I am not a guy that, you know, particularly likes chickens. Um, I don't you don't want, like chickens? I'm not a farmer, you know? So, so I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the product. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be out on the olive groves like we're going to do today. I want to go out there and I want to visit, but I don't believe that, it, that I want to live there. So I was crafting a vision that included this, vi- this vision of having a Tuscan villa that was not consistent with what was in there. It fit the narrative. It fit the story. It also it made, fit what we had said for so long. It made sense. But when we got to the city, we realized we really liked the electricity of the city. We like going, we like, you know, every night we're in a different restaurant. We love that. So, so being, maybe we'll have a villa on the coast. Maybe it'll be a villa on the coast. So Without chickens. So calling yourself out on the bullshit of what, and I'm calling it bullshit so, that, so I can illustrate the point, of what is true for you. And if you wake up and you read, I want a villa in Tuscany, and you go, mm, I don't think I do, then kill it and go, what, and keep asking yourself, well, what do you want? Now, when you get rooted in this and you've done the work where you're so fucking clear that this is what you want and it resonates because every morning you get up when you're fresh and momentum has stopped, all negative momentum has stopped in your life and your mind is clear and you do it after you meditate and you're listening to your inner being and you're reading these descriptive words. And by the way, you can't find descriptive words for things that you're not interested in. When I talked about 10 offices in 10 years, that was a sentence. I couldn't (laughs) come up with a damn thing because I wasn't. But when you talk about walking down the the cobblestone streets of Tuscany and looking up at the terracotta roofs and seeing the orange beams of sun hitting it and hitting your eye that makes your hair turn apricot color. Like, you know what I mean? Like you get these descriptive words because because you're connected to it and you become alive. What happens is when you scroll Instagram and you see the opposite of that, you no longer get jealous of saying, I want to, you, you may get, you, you may get pings of, you know, like I want envy. that car or envy. Yeah, it's a good word, but you no longer get jealous of that. And I can see a lot of people that um, are, are struggling. They're trying to fall into the category of, you know, I'm an influencer. I create courses. I, you know, I am a, 
um, a boss baby. And they all what is have it called? To, what are the girls? Boss babies? What are they? Not babies, honey. <laughs> boss babes. But, boss babes. But, but what they're trying to do is fit a narrative that, you know, this particular group of people has set. And so what you end up with, and if you just scroll your Insta, you know it, you see the same girl in the same hat, in the same dress, talking about the same things and often using the same phrases because they they model each other and they imprint on each other and there's a lack of originality because they didn't sit down and do exactly what Rob described. And so they're like, oh, that made her successful. Let me, let me literally duplicate it <laughs> and and put my spin on it, except for the fact that it's not authentic to who they are because they don't really know what the vision they want is. And then there becomes this echo chamber of you repeating exactly what the other, you know, L.A. girl with the big hat is is repeating. Um, and it, it no longer becomes the originality of uh, of your thought. So um, in conclusion, Mr. President, um, this is not a quick process. This is a soul-searching process, and this is a process that evolves every single day as you uh, as you figure it out. So as uh, Florence is waking up here and the Italians are, are out and about doing their shopping, I'm not sure, so much, I'm not sure how much more quiet we're going to have. So um, thank you for uh, for listening to this um, podcast every week. And it's week. time to create your vision. And it's time to create your vision. So, um, tag us, uh, in your, uh, in your vision. If you, um, you know what I would do? I, I would write your vision, um, after you have, you know, maybe three paragraphs and post it and tag us in the post and let us, let us read it. And, uh, if you do that, we'll give you some feedback, uh, for free on, um, on what we would change, um, here or there, but, but don't post it until you're like, this is it, and this moves me, and I'm excited by this, and I I kill and myself. And you this. feel a hundred percent in it because you don't want feedback from negative Nancy about your vision that doesn't make sense to her because it is a negative. You know, it's mirror to the what she's not doing. So don't post it like that. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm gonna pull back what you said. Don't post it because there's too much negative Nancy out there. And when a vision is brand new, send it to us privately. Send it to us on IG, send it to us privately, and we'll give you some feedback on it. Because sometimes, you know, and Esther says this too, uh, Abraham Hicks, and so does Wayne Dyer. If you put out your vision too soon and you're, you have any wobble in it, there's going to be a negative Nancy that, that tries to take it down take you down, tries to put holes in it, and then that's going to create doubt for you, and you don't want that. So you need to protect yourself from that. So don't do what Rob said. <laughs> Send it to us privately. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> have a great week. There's the uh, announcer voice. And, and we uh, will... cappuccino cheers. Bye-bye, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.